You're listening to Audio, where music meets the weird, the strange, and the unusual. I see the crystal visions. I keep my visions to myself. It's only me who wants to wrap around your dreams. And have you any dreams you'd like to sell? Dreams of loneliness? Like a heartbeat drives you mad in the stillness of remembering what you had and what you lost and what you had and what you lost. Thunder only happens when it's raining. Players only love you when they're playing. Women, they will come and they will go. When the rain washes you clean, you'll know. Hi, I'm Ife Oshun, and you just heard the lyrics to a song called Dreams, as written by Stevie Nicks, off the classic Fleetwood Mac album, Rumors. Following our format for a previous episode about Prince, we'll talk about Stevie Nicks, her eternal pop culture appeal, and her divine witchiness. Singer, mystic, poet, her music magic compels generations. No one can deny that she's a top-notch singer-songwriter. As a prominent vocalist for the iconic band Fleetwood Mac, she was responsible for penning some of their more popular songs. After five years with Fleetwood Mac, she launched a successful solo career, which continues to this day. According to Wikipedia, Quote, six of her eight studio albums reached the U.S. top 10. She has sold a certified 10,500,000 albums in the U.S. alone and approximately 30 million records worldwide, end quote. She is the first woman to be inducted twice into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Her influence on contemporary artists such as Lana Del Rey, Harry Styles, Vanessa Carlton, just to name a few, is extensive. And in late 2019, she recorded new music with Cheryl Crow and continues to be a living, breathing rock and pop legend. But is the Stevie Nicks allure due to just her indisputable talent or is there something more, something not so tangible or easy to put into words? There are many iconic rock goddesses who are still alive, People like Chrissy Hines or Tina Turner, Debbie Harry, just to name three. Women who sold millions of records and broke many music industry molds. But despite their achievements, they haven't quite managed to deeply permeate contemporary pop culture the way Stevie Nicks has. What makes Stevie Nicks so appealing to not just her own boomer generation, but also generations X, Y, and even Z? Could it be her raspy, completely unique singing voice? It's arguably impossible to imitate. It's the kind of voice one would imagine the voice of a siren to be. Powerful, compelling, disturbing, and otherworldly. A force of nature. 
Could it be her embrace of pagan-influenced iconography, moons, pyramids, crystals, and the like? Could it be her wardrobe, flowing goddess-like dresses and skirts, lots of lace, all black? Could it be her incessant twirling on stage? And how does she manage to do that in platform boots and not trip? Could it be her just being Stevie Nicks, the American music world's personification of timeless, ultra-feminine strength and resilience? Can her allure be attributed to any of those reasons or all of those reasons? And why do people still believe Stevie Nicks is a witch, despite the fact that she has denied it? Perhaps her lyrics, persona, and legacy say otherwise. Whatever the answers are to these questions, she's helped to inspire a new generation of witchiness, both on stage and off stage. And what is witchiness? What makes a witch? In the past, witches were feared and destroyed. Their strength and courage were used as excuses to instill fear into the general population by a growing patriarchy that wanted power at any cost. Witches and any strong, outspoken woman were systematically eliminated as a way of asserting control over said population. Burned at the stake, tortured, the message was clear. This is what you get when you mess with us. Okay, I took that quote from Radiohead, but you know what I mean. Fast forward to today, and we have a new generation influenced by Me Too, Black Lives Matter, and Arab Spring-style protests across the globe. This generation loves when the empowered declares who and what they are. Maybe fans of her music and what she represents would love for Stevie Nicks to proudly announce that she is indeed a witch because they see that, that witchiness, as an empowered thing. Ironically, the fact that they see that, that witchiness, as an empowered thing is in part thanks to her and her influence. So, is she a witch? Well, let's look at the many witchy elements she brings to the table. Let's start with her music. Without a doubt, Stevie Nicks is a brilliant singer-songwriter. She is the talent behind legendary songs such as Landslide, Dreams, Gypsy, and many more from Fleetwood Mac. Her lyrics paint rich, multi-layered symbolic imagery that haunts the listener. Her voice, as mentioned before, is one of those once-in-a-lifetime voices that you can either love it or hate it, but you barely forget it because it stays with you like a hex. And yeah, there's something about the incantations that are laced throughout her songs. Let's look at Rhiannon, probably her most famous song. Who can deny the power of Rhiannon? A song that Nick used to say is about, quote, a Welsh witch, end quote. Rhiannon which is actually a Celtic goddess, is also known as the horse goddess, among other attributes. Could it be that the repetition of the name Rhiannon throughout the song sets a vibration with the energy of the goddess that in turn enchants the listener? Some of the song's witchy lyrics go as followed. She is like a cat in the dark, and then she is the darkness. And there's also a lyric that is actually more like an incantation. It goes... Dreams unwind, 
loves a state of mind and is repeated over and over and over again. To see the power of this song, one can YouTube search a legendary 1976 performance where Nick sings Rhiannon before bursting into tongues while the band seems driven by an occult force. It's almost as if Rhiannon the goddess herself descends and starts speaking through Stevie Nicks while riding the wave of song. Performances like this caused Mick Fleetwood to say once that, quote, her Rhiannon in those days was like an exorcism, end quote. It's no wonder why this song is arguably one of the most successful Fleetwood Mac songs of all time. And that performance is only rivaled by another performance of the song known as Sisters of the Moon, which he lyrics in this song include, and a black widow spider makes more sound than she, and black moons in those eyes of hers made more sense to me. And eventually in this performance, Nix is literally singing in tongues in one of the most visceral Fleetwood Mac performances on YouTube. And while it's important to note that Nix herself admitted to being as high as a kite for these and most of those vintage performances, it is clear that substances did serve to dissolve any reservations to the essence of what she wanted to express. Let's take, for example, another song, Sarah, dreamy, otherworldly. Sarah is like a diaphanous veil between worlds, woven with mysterious lyrics that no one can seem to fully understand, which he lyrics include, and he was just like a great dark wing within the wings of a storm. Aside from the bewitching effect of many of her songs, the titles of songs and albums also bring Hocus Pocus to mind. Song titles called Dreams, Sorcerer, or Nightbird mixed with album titles like Belladonna or Crystal Visions. And then there's the iconography she surrounds herself with. There are props, such as crystal balls and moons. In fact, she has an affinity with the crescent moon and has been known to gift moon necklaces to the women around her, whether they're friends, family, or colleagues. Her mother even wore two moons around her neck. Stevie Nicks is also famous for the way she dances. It's her signature twirl that I'm talking about. She spins like a whirling dervish in music videos such as Gypsy and Stand Back or famously on stage in platform-heeled boots that must be at least five inches tall. And then there are the birds. And if Nyx did have a familiar, an animal guide that serves a witch as a magical partner, it would likely be a bird. Birds figure heavily in her lyrics, titles, and imagery. Owls, doves, cockatoos, nightbirds. In fact, here's some witchy lyrics from the song titled Nightbird. The ones who sing at night, the ones you dream of, the ones who walk away, capes pulled around them tight, crying for the night, cry for the nightbird tonight. And then there's her wardrobe. Nyx is famous for her loose flowing twirly goddess clothing, her aforementioned goddess dresses and skirts, capes and top hats. 
Prince. In fact, the cover of Belladonna features her in a white gown, while the Wild Heart album features her cloaked in a hooded black cape. While on stage, she would always be wrapped in an impressive shawl. In fact, her collection of shawls is now so large that, according to a 2019 interview she gave to Vanity Fair, they actually have their own temperature-controlled storage vault. All of these attributes are now legendary and certainly account for her magical appeal. Another thing that adds to her mystique is her collaborative relationship with Prince. It wasn't really a friendship that made the tabloids until after the Purple One passed away. As did most of his friends who respected his need for privacy, it was only after he was gone that Nicks opened up about how it came to be that they worked together. The two collaborated on her solo song, Stand Back, which was inspired by Prince's Little Red Corvette, and it became a huge hit in 1983. After that, she expressed interest in writing together, and he brought out this long instrumental track. In an interview with the Star Tribune, she later said, quote, it was so overwhelming, that 10-minute track, that I listened to it, and I just got scared. She went on to say, I called him back and said, I can't do it. I wish I could. It's too much for me. She concluded that part of the interview by saying, I'm so glad that I didn't because he wrote it and it became Purple Rain. Decades later, in a 2019 Rolling Stone interview, she expressed regret that they never performed together and that now, after Prince's untimely death, she actually talks to him. In the interview, she said, but you know... I feel like Prince is with me. When I'm nervous, I'll talk to Prince. In my solo act, when I do Moonlight, I wear this white wolfy coat. I put this coat on and I try to transform into a dire wolf from Game of Thrones. And before I go on, I always say, walk with me, Prince. She says all of this casually, mind you, as if most people can relate to transforming into a wolf and talking to dead people. Additional proof of her enduring witchy power is evident in film and TV. Her tracks, If You Ever Did Believe and Crystal, feature prominently in the popular movie Practical Magic, which starred Sandra Bullock and Nicole Kidman as part of a family of witches. Nix also appeared on the TV show American Horror Story as herself twice. She plays the muse for one of the characters, a witch who is influenced by the witchiness of Stevie Nicks. So, with all of the facts, why would Stevie Nicks deny her witchy path? Back in the 70s, rumors that she was a witch ran rampant, but in a scary way. According to a Yahoo Entertainment article, she was afraid, afraid she may be kidnapped or worse. And she told the LA Times, quote, in the beginning of my career, the whole idea that some wacky, creepy people were writing, you're a witch, you're a witch, was so arresting. And there I am, like, no, I'm not. I just wear black because it makes me look thinner. She eventually stopped wearing black and distanced herself from the witchy references. But once the 80s came around, she went back to black because that was what she was most comfortable in. However, also in the 80s, she told Entertainment Tonight, I do not believe in witchcraft as a natural philosophy at all. I just think it's fun. And I love black clothes, and I love moons, and stars, and Merlin hats, and Mickey Mouse. But no, I do not believe in that side of it at all. 
So imagine everyone's surprise when she appeared on American Horror Story twice as herself. She would later on say in an interview, quote, I'm all grown up now and I'm fearless. I'm to the point now in my life where I'm going, life is short, life's too short. So when great things come your way, don't walk away from them because of something stupid. Just embrace it and have fun with it and do your best, end quote. It almost seemed like a coming out, and many are quick to point out that it's possible that Nix denied it in the past out of pure fear, fear for her safety and fear of sabotaging her then-growing career, and that by the time the 2010s rolled around, with the new millennium embracing more progressive views, she realized she had nothing to lose. A 2016 article in The New Yorker connects her decades of feminine mysticism as part of a legacy of witchiness boldly embraced by younger generations of female artists, everybody from Beyonce to churches to FKA Twigs to Grimes. The idea of witchiness now equates with female empowerment, wholeness, and self-knowledge. It would seem as if things have come full circle. Perhaps at the end of the day, Stevie Nicks, now in her 70s, doesn't need to call herself a witch. There are many who don't put a label on it. For them, it's just a way of life, a path handed down from another. For to be a true witch is to be unconcerned with labels, a natural witch, one that arises in nature and is at once one with nature. To be a witch is to be in tune with your natural power, your unique magic, in the spell called life. In music, that magic is persuasive and pervasive. It's an audio spell that people can feel in their bones before it leaves the brain fuzzy, warm yet chilled, and strangely wanting more, ever more. If this were the official definition of a witch, then Stevie Nicks is indeed a sorceress, one that has cast a spell on American pop music and culture a spell that has lasted for over 40 years. Thanks for listening, folks. Get a full transcript of this episode, along with phrases to Google, links, and more at audio.com, O-D-D-D-I-O.com. And while you're there, sign up for our official email list to get first dibs on new stuff. Also, like, subscribe, and click the notification bell on our YouTube channel for the latest videos. Audio is a registered subsidiary of Papa Grace and Oshun 55 LLC. All rights reserved.